Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And this podcast, we are beginning a new series that may or may not become regular. We haven't decided yet. Where we are going to cover K-pop legends and kind of give you guys a lesson on who these iconic, legendary musicians are. And we're not talking like someone who came onto the scene in 2012. Absolutely not. We are talking legendary K-pop people. People that have been around for a long time. Seasoned veterans. Yes. And people who you should know because third gen K-pop has been ultimately influenced by these people. So, our first legend we're going to profile is Rain. So, Rain. We are not actually talking about weather today. If you don't know who Rain is... Rain is also known as Jung Ji-hoon. That's his name. He is a singer, songwriter, actor, and music producer who is currently 37 years old and married. Sorry, ladies. It's a shame. He is married to a gorgeous 39-year-old actress, Kim Tae-hee, and they have one child together. We could not find any information on said child. They are keeping that child under wraps. Yes. But the child is two years old at this point, so. And Rain hasn't released any solo music since 2017 when his kid was born, so understandable. (laughs) Seems like he's being a good dad. That's good. Which is nice. So let's rewind all the way back to 1982. Yes. So Rain was born in Seoul, South Korea on June 25th, 1982. So he just celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday, Rain. And he was given the birth name Jung Ji-hoon, like I said before. In elementary school, he was actually really shy, which he stated in interviews later on, that he barely spoke a word in school. So I can relate to that. Yeah. (laughs) He caught the desire to become a dancer when at a school talent show in middle school, no one really wanted to step forward to do a dance, so he gave it a try, imitating some moves that he saw on television. And when he got applause back from the crowd, that really invigorated him to want to continue to do that. I mean, you live for the applause, applause, (laughs) applause. I live for the applause, applause. Applause, applause. I swear to God, as soon as you get the first positive feedback for something, you're just like, again! (laughs) I would like to do this again, yes. Him and his younger sister, Hana, they lived with their mother and father very comfortably until the Korean recession of 1997, when his father's mill and bakery business failed. His father was bankrupt, so he moved to Brazil to pursue economic opportunities to provide money for their family, which left Rain's mother all alone to support the family as a food vendor. Rain's mother suffered from diabetes due to lack of money for medical care and insulin, and that's kind of how they leave it, and they go back into Rain's start in the entertainment business. So he was briefly part of this six-member boy band called Fan Club that basically abused him. I mean, essentially, that's what happened. They would lock them in a rehearsal room for up to 10 hours without food, and Fan Club only released two CDs, and then the company that was supporting Fan Club failed. No shock. (laughs) Yeah, no shock there, which basically left Rain on square one. So during his junior year of high school, Rain lived with some of his dance group members and basically just ate ramen noodles. He auditioned 18 times for entertainment companies, but was told that although he was talented, he was too ugly 
to become a star. He was told that he should have plastic surgery to create double eyelids. If you don't know about double eyelids, essentially Asian people are sometimes born with a, what they call a monolid, which basically means you don't have a crease in your eyelid. So it's like a common beauty surgery to get that crease surgically input onto your eyelid. It makes your eyes appear larger if um, you have a monolid. People who are famous for monolids are CL. She has beautiful eyes. But a lot of people do decide to get this double eyelid surgery. Yeah, it's very popular. It's like a beauty standard. Just like people get their noses done here. Or like Botox. Yeah, exactly. It's extremely common. He actually never got that surgery. He still has monolids. But finally, (laughs) in 2000, he was accepted by JYP Entertainment as a trainee. And the CEO at the time, Park Jin Young, who put Rain through this grueling three to four hour audition and described Rain as desperate and like a tiger who is about to starve to death. That's fucked up. Yeah. What the fuck? That is so fucked up. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Rain, Rain has been through it, y'all. That's why we're telling you about this stuff. So finally, JYP was like, okay, fine, but you have to go to college. So after studying ferociously, Rain got accepted to Kyunghee University, became a music major. He spent three years as a trainee and backup dancer for JYP, who stated that he was particularly critical of Rain in order to push him to be the best and kept him from getting a swelled head. I don't think- AKA, he's an asshole to him. AKA, JYP was jealous AF of Rain's talent. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a theme with Rain's life, is that people are petty and jealous of his talent. (laughs) Yeah, threatened by him and jealous. So, during Rain's time as a trainee, his family was living in poverty, unfortunately, and his mother was becoming increasingly ill, due to lack of money for medicine for her diabetes. Rain drove himself even harder in order to prove himself ready to make his debut, but did not achieve success in time to save her life. So he did not make enough money to save her, and she died from complications of diabetes a year before he debuted. This event had a huge impact on Rain, and he said that in interviews he regrets having had conflict with her over skipping school to go to dance practice, and that he believes she is in heaven where she can see him. So that made me cry when I first read it because it's just so sad that JYP like fucked him over and didn't allow him to make money in time to like get his mom medicine and maybe prolong her life. So cool. (laughs) Spoiler alert. He does not work with JYP anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Rain says that a major motivation in his life is to make her proud and he still visits her grave before embarking on each new project. Another motivator Rain has mentioned is remembering what it's like to be hungry. And I'm assuming this is not only physical hunger, but also, like, just hungering to be successful. But I really just like how down-to-earth Rain is and how hardworking he is. I feel like a lot of that is shown through what he has done, like, his career-wise, which we will get into in depth, don't worry. Oh, got the deep. <laughs> but it's also been noticed by other people. So not only is he a self-professed workaholic... But John Goodman has also called him the hardest working man in show business. Yes, John Goodman of Roseanne fame and (laughs) a crap ton of movies. Yes. So John Goodman can recognize. So let's get into kind of his music career. We unfortunately will not have enough time to do his music career and his movie career, but we will briefly mention some of the things he's been in at the end. Yes, I would say he's more of a musician than an actor. 
Not to discount his acting, because he's been very successful. But I think Rain would say he's a musician first. To quickly recap, in 1998, Rain, at age 16, debuted as a member of the boy band Fan Club, and despite releasing two albums, they failed, and he was back at square one. Then in 2002, he was able to debut as a solo singer with his first solo album, Bad Guy, where he was introduced to the media through his stage name, Rain. Two singles were released from the album, Bad Guy and Handshake. Let's listen to those together right now. That was fun. (laughs) It was very early 2000s, like right on the money. I swear, in Bad Guy, they like straight up took the bass of Hit Me Baby one more time. It really did sound like that. I was (laughs) transported back in time. Following the success of his debut, Rain released his second album, Rain 2, with the lead single, Ways to Avoid the Sun, and Mood. (laughs) Mood. Mood. I also love that his album is just Rain, the number two. Yeah, like, there's him, and then there's his second personality, his album. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean branding. Yeah. Branding. From 2002 to 2003, he became a host on KBS's Music Bank, which is an extremely popular music show, and it's still going on right now. Yeah, so that only helped increase his popularity. It's like the TRL of South Korea, pretty much. In 2004, his third album, It's Raining, topped music charts in Korea as well as throughout Asia. So we're talking about Japan, China, pretty much everywhere in the Southeast, and Asia in general, Rain is getting played on the radio. So his hit track from that was It's Raining. So we'll play a clip of that here. I love that they get to make rain puns with all these things. All the rain puns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To promote this, Rain embarked on his first tour. The album went on to sell over a million copies in Asia. It basically cemented Rain's position as one of the region's top musical acts. Two years later, in April 2006, Rain was mentioned by Time magazine, which listed him as one of the 100 most influential people who shape our world. That's a big deal. Yeah. For him to be on that list, so awesome. And then a little bit later in 2007, Rain topped Time Magazine's online user poll, defeating Stephen Colbert by 100,000 votes. And in 2007, he also participated in a dance battle with Stephen Colbert on Stephen Colbert's show, which it's so hard to believe that Stephen Colbert was popular in 2007. I know. Like, that feels so long ago, but I remember watching Stephen Colbert. Me too. All the time. I remember when Rain was on. I yes, remember I episode. remember that too. They played, they like had a DDR dance battle and he, there was fog. He was promoting his movie Ninja Assassin and Stephen Colbert just kept going, Rain. 
It was, I was just like, who is this? This was before I knew of K-pop. They had the best song, too. They were like, he's dancing in Korean. He's dancing in Korean. It was so stupid. But it was hysterical, and it was amazing. So now that I know that the context was that he beat him in a poll, (laughs) a popularity poll. Yeah, it makes so much more sense now. Yeah. After this, immediately go to YouTube and look up Rain Stephen Colbert dance battle. You have to. It's amazing. Also in 2007, Rain became the first Korean star to perform in the Tokyo Dome. So he started going on world tours. World tour, baby! He performed at the Beijing Olympics in 2008 and sang the theme song Hand in Hand. And Beijing, Beijing, I love Beijing. Wow. How athletic. (laughs) Also in 2008, Rain released his fifth Korean album, Rainism. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Rainism. So that album spawned the number one hit single, Love Story, which we'll play a clip of here. <laughs> Wow, so much love in that. We love a in-your-feelings R&B song. (laughs) In 2010, Rain released a special mini-album titled Back to the Basic, and the same year he also topped Time Magazine's Time 100 poll. He was on the Time 100 poll in 2007 and was back again in 2010, so he remained popular for many years. So as you know, Korean men, South Korean men, have to do a mandatory military service period of about two years, I think. Rain took this time after 2010 to do his mandatory military service from October 2011 until July 2013. So that is why there is a break in his music history. And there was some more details that I I didn't put in our notes, but Apparently, he was actually, like, a very good marksman, and they made him, like, this assistant instructor. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I thought that was very interesting. I was like, oh, he's sexy and he shoots well. Mm." (laughs) (laughs) So after his mandatory military service from 2011 to 2013, Rain released Rain Effect on January 2nd, 2014, with music videos for double title tracks, 30 Sexy, and Law Song. I will insert both of those songs here. he announced through his official website that he actually created his own one-man agency with the aid of his longtime manager and other entertainment figures. So he is his own record label, and all his record label does is rain. Yeah, serious. I mean, I feel like that's ideal, though. 
You know? Yeah. I mean, especially after all that he had been through, like, he deserves to have his own company and have that company be solely focused on him, honestly. In 2017, I'm assuming before the baby was born, he released the album My Life, and that has basically been all of his discography so far. We did see that he was featured on a track by another artist this year, but he has not released anything by himself since 2017. No, but we're hoping for a comeback this year or early next year. I anticipate a comeback because I feel like once the child is like two or three, you can like pull yourself back a little bit from the baby, but we'll we'll see what he comes up with. Since his debut, Rain has primarily been influenced by R&B and pop, and by listening to the songs we've inserted, you can definitely tell. By the release of It's Raining, Rain began to incorporate a little bit of hip-hop into his sound, beginning with It's Raining the title track of It's Raining. Rain, if you could call him just one thing, he's a tenor, and his voice can be described, according to this Wikipedia article, as smooth yet husky. That sounds like how you would describe, like, a whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fine whiskey. I find it interesting that he maintains a strong stance against lip-syncing during his live performances, so if you go see him live, that is him breathing into the microphone as he's dancing (laughs) and singing. I can 100% respect and admire people who can do it without lip syncing, but for K-pop especially, where there's so much choreography, I don't blame people for wanting to lip sync. Straight up, like, not to call out Red Velvet, but when we went to see them, yeah, a lot of it was (laughs) lip synced because they are moving at the speed of light on stage. Like They're moving and grooving. There was some parts where they would, you know not move around as much and like they would actually be singing but i totally respect the need to be able to just breathe and dance and not have to worry about like figuring out what your voice is doing every second of every time you're on stage yeah so emily and rachel we don't care too much about lip syncing but rain he does yes rain's major influences in terms of like Being a singer and a dancer are Michael Jackson, Usher, and Justin Timberlake, which, if you watch any of his videos, come as no surprise. Yeah, there's heavy influences in all those videos, and I will post a YouTube playlist of all the videos. They're really potato quality from the (laughs) early 2000s, but that's what they had back then, so. Just watch 30 Sexy. Like, I will never forget that video. Ever. Yeah, it was a really great video. And when he hasn't been releasing music, he has been acting. And this is extremely common with most people in Korean entertainment companies. Not only do they sing and dance, they also act and model and are on reality shows and they have other talents and they're in musicals, they're in stage plays. Like sometimes they're even doing diplomacy work like Red Velvet performing in North Korea. Yeah. So if you're in an entertainment company... They make you a jack-of-all-trades. Yes. So, Rain has not only been an amazing dancer, singer, he is also a pretty, pretty good actor, I would say. Yes, he's been in multiple dramas and movies, including, I think, the most famous movies, Ninja Assassin and Speed Racer, and he's been in a lot of Chinese dramas as well. That boy is extremely popular in China. Rain is really appealing to a lot of demographics, which has made him one of Korea's highest paid celebrities by endorsers, with an asking price of one to one and a half million US dollars per endorsement. Cha-ching! 
Seriously. He's endorsed brands such as Hyundai, Latte, KB Card, Pizza Hut, Dutch Mill, Pantech, LG Electronics, SK Telecom, and Pepsi. He's, like, the perfect person for Pepsi, though, because, like, remember, like, the Michael Jackson Pepsi stuff and the Britney Spears Pepsi stuff? Yeah. They always get, like, some big pop star to do, like, a dance and then be like, Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking perfect for that. Too true. Too true. So we will end our spotlight, our K-pop legend spotlight on Rain with my favorite quote slash motto of Rain, which is endless effort. Endless humility, endless modesty. I mean, how can you not love him? What a classy dude. That is a really good term for him. Just straight up class. Just class all around. So if you guys didn't know about Rain, now you know. Check out his music. If you are into R&B, if you are into classic pop from the early aughts, you should really take a listen to his discography. Yeah, and if anything, take a lesson out of Rain's book. He got denied by 18 companies that he interviewed for and was told he was too ugly and he had to get surgery to perform. But that was not true, and that did not mean he wasn't talented. He is one of the most talented and successful K-pop members in the industry. So, mad respect. Don't ever give up. Don't listen to people that tell you you're ugly because they're wrong. And take some dance lessons. <laughs> He's dancing in Korean. <laughs> He's dancing in Korean. <laughs> How do you dance in Korean? <laughs> I guess like rain. <laughs> I guess so. Let's finish this with our weekly K-pop recommendation. Are you shook that I'm ready? Yes. <laughs> you go first. My weekly K-pop recommendation is Sunny Side Up by Red Velvet. I was really shook that I liked that album. Why did they make Zim Zalabim the head single? I don't understand. It's like Rookie all over again. It is. Sunnyside Up and Milkshake and LP and Parade, all of them are good. But Sunnyside Up is my recommendation this week. Solid. My recommendation is 30 Sexy by Rain. It makes me not so scared to be 30. Not, not, not that soon but eventually (laughs) we're not that old yet rain actually released 30 sexy when he was 32 so there you go yeah it makes uh 30 not look so daunting especially when he's like head to toe in leather humping the floor yeah (laughs) that could be you at 32 also emily wow (laughs) 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 and with that (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can find us on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including Spotify now. Ayy. Ayy. So you can find us on Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you normally find podcasts. We're there. Yes, we have an RSS feed. We is smart. We is smart. Also, if you're feeling generous, you can donate to our coffee account, which we have linked on our Facebook page. We are 75% of the way to our goal, 
If you have a couple dollars to spare, we would really appreciate it. We are trying to get a new soundboard. We even have a link posted to the one we intend on buying. We are very upfront about the cost. Yes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next Friday. Bye! Bye!